Get in uh, there. Yeah, yeah. Look, today we got Capizzle with us. Our own, our own garage guys racing, lockdown racing, uh, truck driver in the Road to Pro series. Um, Martinsville is coming up on Thursday. Richmond, for- Richmond, Richmond. Okay, Richmond. so we're going straight to Richmond. Hey, he's not in the Cup series yet. Okay, chill out, Chase. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. I would love to watch trucks at Martinsville. Though. That yeah, would be. I fun. would too. That would be very fun. So we're going to Richmond. Um, let's go ahead and, and just dive in to kind of let everybody know who you are. Obviously, um, we got into iRacing a little bit last year. Uh, we started dabbling around some, and um, we did a little bit of work with Joey Stone. And then we ended up linking up with uh, Anthony Alfredo. And when we had Anthony on our show, uh, he hit me up probably about a week after and was like, hey, we, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of iRacing stuff. There's this new Road to Pro series coming out with the trucks, and we got this guy that we would love to, like, represent garage guys in the series for lockdown racing. And so I'm like, okay, well, who is this guy? What does he do? Does he kind of know how we are and, like, how our content is and what we do? And he's like, oh, it's going to be perfect. And then we meet you. <laughs> and I was like, Anthony knocked it out of the park. He did because like your swag, everything about you, uh, the, the New York giant stuff, uh, yeah. just the racing, just your energy is right there matched with what we love here in the virtual garage. So I'm going to kind of turn over to you a little bit now. And I just want you to kind of tell everybody who you are, but first and foremost, you're a huge gambler and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're big. Some, some, some people would say that's a problem, but I don't. I think it's their problem that they think it's my problem. You know what I mean? Now, if that's a problem, <laughs> we all got issues, man. Yeah. So <laughs> let's uh, start it out. Just, um, you know, how did you get involved in uh, in, in the iRacing deal and, and what's your background and, and, and where you come from, man? What universe yeah. you coming from? So I, I just was like any other, um, you know, young man that was out here. I was playing video games at a young age kind of deal. And I was lucky enough around 2007, I got in, I got into the, um, the EA sports NASCAR games. Okay. And so just being a NASCAR fan as a, as a kid, you know, naturally I'm buying all the sports games that I was into at, at the time, like, you know, the Maddens of the worlds and, and, and NBA games and, and NASCAR. And so, you know, I, I was, I was playing a lot of NASCAR and then they, they gave the, gave you the ability to play online, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. Like you could race against other people online. And I was really more so doing the console games, you know, the Playstations, the Xbox or whatever. And so I was lucky enough that in 2007, 2008, I was able to win the EA sports NASCAR challenge, which is the, um, the, the NASCAR version of the Madden challenge. And so Anyways, like I, I was able to have go out and have this great success and, and, and win this national title. And it was really awesome. And then uh, uh, literally about a year and a half later, EA Sports stops their NASCAR games. They, they, quit, they quit making them. And I was I was completely bummed out because I felt like I kind of found my little niche. And I was like, hey, you know, I may not be, you know, I, I was always pretty good at the Madden games, but I, I may never win a Madden challenge, but I can try to win a bunch of these NASCAR challenges and do all this great stuff. And so when they kind of bounced out, I said, man, I, I want to keep racing online and I want to keep doing something. So what is, what are my options? And I, I found iRacing and iRacing, I joined iRacing in 2010 and it was still somewhat, you know, in its early developments. I, I it'd been there, you know, years prior. And, and so what's funny was uh, during that time period, you know, going back to 08, 09, there was, there was uh, guys who were P- uh, PC racers. <clears throat> they would kind of give crap to console racers, you know? So if you played the console games, you stink. <laughs> and if, but if you play the PC game, you're like legit. So I was like, you know what? I'll take my <clears throat> console skills. Yeah. It's just, it's just nerd stuff. So <laughs> I'll take my console skills and I'll go try to beat them in PC, you know? So I'll do the iRacing. So 
I go and I join iRacing in it. And sure enough, it's a completely different world. Obviously, the, the EA Sports stuff was, was, you know, it was only, it only took you so far as far as realism goes. And iRacing is just like another level up. And, and so I started, started playing iRacing and, and getting involved. And it was really, it started to, it was really cool to be able to race against real NASCAR drivers. I, I, I won't, I can't, I'll never forget like the first time I was in a race with Dale Earnhardt Jr. on iRace and just geeking out, you know, I didn't say nothing to him, but I was just like <laughs> nervous to race around him. I was scared to death. I was going to do something wrong and people would be mad that I knocked him out and stuff like that. And so you see all these real life guys on there and it's, and it's really cool to, to compete against them and, and watch them race. And so as the years went on, I eventually joined a team called Lockdown Racing and we've, we've evolved over the years, but, Man, it's 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 some of the best group of guys that I've ever really been around in my whole entire life, and and it's you know you um, you see you think I'm sure a lot of people outside of that that watch the I race and stuff, you know that like for example the the pro invitational that they just did for example like some people may watch that and say well the guys that do that on a regular basis they're just they're nerds they're geeks or whatever and this and that but truthfully like I know lockdown racing us. If we all lived in the same town, same city, we would be racing at some local short track together. Like we would be working on it. Like we're just racers who just come from different parts of the country. And it just so happens this is our form of being able to get together and compete and, 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 and try to win on the racetrack. And so we've got we've got a few guys that's in the Coke series, which is the big, it's like the cup series for iRacing. And uh, we've got some guys who are in the Road to Pro series, which I'm, that's what I'm, I'm currently in. And so um, we're just a we're just a group of guys that just try to compete, and uh, and we've got a deal currently thanks to Anthony Alfredo. We're kind of got a uh, connection with Front Row Motorsports, and Anthony kind of joined our Discord. We became friends with him, and he's he's kind of like us. You know, it's crazy because I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would be friends with a, a Cup Series driver. Right, growing up, you know. Uh, I remember going to a football game. I went to a Tennessee Vanderbilt football game and I got to sit beside Sterling Marlin during the game. And I, I was like, wow, that's the closest I'll ever be to a real life NASCAR driver, you know? And so I've been lucky enough to make friends with Anthony and he got us a deal with front row. And we've got a lot of their, a lot of their partners and a lot of their sponsorships like dude wipes, for example, have, have came on board with dude us. Wipes. And that's like, amazing. Yeah, it's been, it's been, a, it's been amazing. And we've got, we have a connection with them and, I think the coolest thing uh, happened to us a couple of weeks ago when we had the, the pro invitational uh, where the, the NASCAR guys were racing on Fox on iRacing. And so Michael McDowell comes into our discord, Austin Dillon, who's friends with Anthony Alfredo. He comes into our discord. And next thing you know, you got two Daytona 500 winners who, you know, they, they can drive, but they, they, they're trying to figure out iRacing and they're trying to learn from us. And so I was lucky enough that I helped out Michael uh, during his race and we were we were doing really good with him had him up to fourth in the feature and he's hollering at me and I'm hollering at him and, and I'm sitting there thinking like man we've co- I've come so far from console gaming to now I'm trying to help a Daytona 500 winner yeah. you know run run good on dirt here at Richmond, from Mike Mack man yeah like I'm it's amazing <laughs> and and uh him and I we were just competing like we were trying we were just two guys and, and I had another friend of mine named Logan Sheets who's a who's a great crew chief on our team and I was spotting Michael and we were just trying to get him, you know, we're sitting there, I'm sitting there spotting somebody on national television, trying to help him out. And so Daytona 500 winner, but man, we got a lot of great things going on at lockdown racing. And I'm just so fortunate uh, to be a part of that group. Uh, it's Zach Novak, Jimmy Mullis, uh, Michael Finason, uh, Logan Sheets, Will Cooley, uh, uh, my, my, my buddy Dalton Milan, uh, Briar, Briar LePrad, um, I can't, I, I can't even, there's so many of us. I can't even think of. Yeah. Think of it's, it's, it's our people now too. So, yeah, so now man, that we're involved. I, what's sure. so funny is, is they're also really into the DraftKings, the, the, the fantasy stuff. I and found so that out. <laughs> what's funny is every week now we're like, Hey, what's the garage guys? What do they think this week? Like, you know, so we're, we're, we're handicapping ourselves and we're over there talking about it. Then we're like, oh, let's see what the garage guys, we'll, we'll watch one of their videos and see what they're thinking. And so, so yeah, man, it's been a, it's been great, and I've been—I've really appreciate you guys supporting us and uh, being a, being a part of our our little team. And so, uh, it's that's it's a lot to take in, 
but uh, iRacing is a great, it's a great thing. It, it kind of blends in between video game and, and, and simulation, you know, and being an actual sim. And obviously the video game part of it is it's virtual. And if you crash, you don't get hurt. But the simulation, you know, the sim part about it is, you know, you're actually trying to make these cars go fast and you're actually competing against guys all over around the world um, and you're trying to win races. And so, you know, me and, me and my buddies, you know, we we go to races together. We go to Bristol. We went to Miami. And I think we're trying to get something to go in Talladega in a few weeks. And so, you know, we we, we have fun together. We, we hang out. And, and it's just a great environment to be a part of. Yeah, the community is is uh, it's an amazing thing. Like the the online community, like just yeah. the people that are like in our Discord server, you know, the Garage fans, what we're calling them, and you're a part of that too. Like I've really like come to realize like how tight knit that can be, and like you can make so many friendships out of that. Yeah. So I know it's the same way, and I'm sure Drew's itching to to get to a little bit of gambling talk over here because I know yeah. that I'm ready to. But <laughs> I do want to say this: um, I was over at Dale Dale Tanhart's house the other uh-huh. day. And I tried eye racing for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, that shit is not easy. No, it's not. I'm a big NASCAR <laughs> heat guy. And I know everybody hates on NASCAR heat, but I, yeah. I love playing NASCAR heat. I'm like an arcade gamer, you know, it's just how I roll. And I get on there and I'm like, oh man, I can run all these tracks on NASCAR heat. This is going to be a breeze. Yeah. I get on there, you know, I got the clutch work in, I'm shifting. I'm like, oh, this mm. is nothing. And then the next thing I know, I'm going to get out of a turn in Charlotte, one of the easiest tracks there is. And there's a go spinning, just yeah. can't even get my shit right. So it's what's, no what's, off park. <laughs> what's funny is I'm, I'm a big sports guy. So I have a lot of sports friends, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I live in Nashville. And so, always always have conversations with guys where we'll, we'll talk on you know you're into nascar like you know kind of deal and they're like oh what do you want they just go they just do you know they do left turns they just go in circles they're not athletes and i'll say <laughs> okay i tell you what i got a sim rig at the house come on back let's come on back with me and so i'll bring them to the house and i'll say okay look, we'll do talladega and daytona because a monkey can drive around this place right right yeah. so they'll go around <laughs> it and they're like oh yeah this is real easy then i'll say okay let's go to bristol you know, let's yeah. go to let's go to Charlotte. Let's go to Martinsville. Let's go to Darlington. And then they can't even turn. They can't even go through turn one. Right. And so it's like, <laughs> I'm like, OK, well, now you get it. Like and then and then when they finally do get it and they're going around, even though it's slow lap times, I'm like, imagine 30 other cats out here with you now. Do you ever start yeah. placing wagers on against your friends? Like, hey, if you can make 20 laps without hitting the wall. <laughs> Um, you know. I don't listen. I know for a fact I would take their money, so I don't want. I don't want. I hate taking my money for my friends, and I know for a fact they would. I mean, I racing is not easy at all. I mean, I, I the the road to pro series that I'm currently in right now. We've got 1,300 people pretty much every every other Thursday signing up to compete in these races, and they're only taking the top 70. And I've I've, I've had this conversation with Chase because you know you guys have been so fortunate enough to. To, 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 to support me and, and my little journey in it. And I want to run so well for you guys and get you guys as, and I, I've, I've been lucky enough that I've had in some of the races I've done, I've had guys say, what's this garage guys thing? Like, cool. You got a cool paint scheme, you know, and I'll tell them, I'm like, Hey, yeah, go, go to their website. You know, they got to yeah, be loud, things. baby. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> go, go check them out. And so it's so, it's so crazy. Cause I think, you know, to the, to the person who doesn't understand, they'll be like, well, this is just video games. This is how hard, you know, why, why are you only running 13th right now? You know, like it should be easy, but it's not like it, there's so many setups and, you know, we've got guys who are really good at building setups. We've got guys who have their own little, you know, specialties. And so um, you've got, if you don't have a guy on your team that knows how to build setups, you're screwed on high racing. You really are. I mean, you've got to have, you've got to have, you've got to know what you're doing and so that's a that's a big part in it as well. It's like you got to have guys who can build setups and know what they're doing to make the cars go fast. Hey, how do you um, just out of curiosity, how do you get promoted? Like, what would you you said there's 1600 drivers right in your series? What do you need to do to get promoted? Like, how does it work for a guy that doesn't know a lot about iRacing? Is it like a minor league system? I mean, yeah, it's very much like a, it's very much like a minor league system. I, so Road to Pro series is you're kind of in the truck series right now. In, in okay. real life, it's like the truck series. So they have 1,300 guys, and, and it gets up to about 1,600. Um, and they put everybody in a certain split based on your I rating. That's a little bit difficult to kind of understand. But they split everybody up basically 35 trucks per race. Gotcha. And what you need to do is you need to run well in your split. Just run well in your split. You need to get a top 10, top five. If you can win, great. Because the better you finish, 
on a higher split, the more points you get. And the idea is, is after eight races, of course, we are, we're already two races in. After eight races, they're going to take the top 70 in the points, okay? So they're going to eliminate 1,200, 1,300 people right out of the gate. And then when they get to the top 70, then there's only two splits. And they'll break it up 35 per race. And then at that point, there, there'll be another six-week season, and you need to be in the top 20, of the, after those races and they'll, they'll restack the points very much kind of like the playoff system in, in real life. Gotcha. And if you're able to finish in the top 20, uh, then you go to the pro series, which what they do then is they take the bottom 20 of the Coke series and they, 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 they punch them out of the Coke series. And then they talk, they take the top 20 in the pro series and they mix them up. And then those 40 will yeah. fight for 20 spots to get into the Coke series. So it's kind of like soccer. It's yeah. very much the Coke series part of it's very much like soccer. If you yeah. if you have not competed, if you've not done well enough, you will get knocked out. Gotcha. And so you have to, unlike real race, I mean, unlike real motorsports, uh, obviously you can't buy your right. You can't get you can't get you have to earn your right to get there. It's not easy whatsoever. Uh, we've been fortunate enough that we've made it to the pro series. We just haven't got to that Coke series. We've actually, our team currently has four drivers in the Coke series. So we're fortunate enough just to have those four guys. Yeah, that's um, big. That's big. Yeah. And, we, and Zach, uh, the guy who I spot for, Zach Novak, he's been lucky enough to win the whole thing where he won $40,000 just a couple of years ago. And we were down in Miami partying it up, $40,000 check, having a good time. Uh, and, uh, and it's, it's great to be, and that's the biggest thing, great thing about our fan, our little lockdown racing family is we don't care who wins the whole thing. We just want one of us to win the whole thing and, and, and be the best of the best. You know, we, we try to support one another and get as many guys as we can to the Coke series and hopes that one of us can, can achieve it because it truly is a world championship because there's so many people not only in this country, but around the world that are competing to try to, 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 to get that crown. And, uh, you know, there's a hundred thousand dollar prize at the end of it. And so if you're able to get there and win it, you're talking about six figures. And I know you guys being gambling guys and, and chasing DraftKings, look, a hundred thousand dollars is, is, you know, it's got a nice yeah, ring I mean, it's to something, it. You know yeah. I mean? it's something. <laughs> That's definitely it's, something. It's more than a quarter. That's for sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> so the next thing I guess we can go into now that we've kind of got a rundown on that. If, and if anybody obviously wants to learn more about all of this, you know, you can hit us up and you can hit up cop online. Um, we, we, and they, and Thursday, the Twitch, we're going to do the live, we're going to do a live stream of yeah. race. So we'll be on the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Twitch on Thursday. And that's where you can find like uh, the races. You can watch Copizzle and uh, you can watch Zach Novak spotting for him as well. So we're going to start getting crafty with this, man. I know we got a little ways to go. I know we got to get in that top 70. Mm -hmm. We move up to the, like where the, uh, you change over to an Xfinity yeah. car. Uh, that's that's what we're shooting for. Mm -hmm. So so we're gonna we're gonna put all the good energy and we're gonna focus yeah. on that. But uh, a little bit more into your personal life. So I need to know where did the nickname come from, and uh, when did this start? Yeah. So uh, it, it kind of goes off my last name. I had a uh, I was um, I don't really like the cop pistol name now, but it I, it's something I created when I was like. 19 20 oh, years sticks. old yeah yeah just, so i actually had a i was um was that your gamer tag yeah it's actually my it's my gamer tag on i've got a ps5 which i which it's my um it's my gamer fancy tag on huh oh yeah i, I got, wish I, I had a ps5 <laughs> oh yeah I, had, I was in a walmart line one night or one time getting it um but uh i've got it's my gamer tag over there it's my my it's my twitter uh handle and so I think I was somewhere 18, 19 years old. And we were hanging out with friends, you know, just having a good time, you know, shooting the, shooting the breeze or whatever. And, and one of my guys just, one of my friends just said cop pizzle. And it kind of played off that little Snoop Dogg. A lot of, a lot of my friends called me cop when I was in high school, you know, nobody ever called Are you a cop. Out. No, I'm not a cop. <laughs> so, sure. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, what's funny is like, I don't know about you guys, but in, in, in high school where I went to, nobody called anybody by their first names. We all were always calling each other by our last names or gave each other nicknames, or whatever. And so mine would just got shortened down to cop. And then just one night hanging out, somebody just called me cop pizzle. And I was like, cop pizzle. Like, man. were they, were they fucked up? Like, were they just like, cop I know. I just, I, they just, I think it was a Snoop Dogg thing. And like someone just said, it and I said, huh, that sounds, that sounds pretty good. I, I don't, I don't hate that. So then I made a YouTube channel and just couldn't think of what to name it. So I named it cop pizzle. And I, 
and uh, and I uh, centered around New York Giants football. And it's just uh, it's kind of a hobby. It's another one of my hobbies that I'm into. It's just talking about the Giants. And um, and so it, it I saw a lot of people really enjoyed it, kind of like the name. And and I was like, you know what, I'll just I'll stick with it. You know, I'll just I'll go with it and, and see how see where it goes and takes me. And so it's just a it's just a funny thing. I, I, I don't I don't want to say it's me just trolling the world, but. You know, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous, and so it's kind of like, like you know that, what? Though. I'll just I'll just go with it. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like it, who cares? You know. So it just, it's funny. The first thing I thought about was Snoop Dogg when uh, Chase reached out to me. Yeah. I mean, we we talk pretty much every day, and he he reached out and was like, "Hey, I got this guy. I think would be perfect fit." And um, I, the first thing I thought about was Snoop Dogg. So that's, yeah, no, it, it came. I think it I think it came from a Snoop Dogg because my friend was you know we were we listened to rap growing up and. Uh, uh, I, I want to say that Snoop <laughs> had a really big song during that time. And so just one of my buddies just said cop pizzle. And I and I just, it just stuck with me. I don't know why. And here we are. And here we are. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, every time so, I see him, be like, with so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being <laughs> CO pizzle. Like, I don't know. Make something up with it. Shit. But, uh, but no, that's, I mean, it's good. I love, I'm a big nickname guy. You can yeah. ask Drew. I overdo it at times, but mm-hmm. like, it's just gotten to where now if I don't overdo it, it's not normal. So yeah. like, that's just kind of how we, we've rolled. But um, I found out too, like the whole, the gambling aspect of everything. So obviously, yeah, we've talked a little bit about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, NASCAR and betting on the races and, you know, we, with garage guys, you know, in our discord, we're not just NASCAR and you, yeah. you can see that we got like every sport in there, just a bunch of degenerates, just throwing their money <laughs> at shit 24 seven. So, uh, you're big into the horses yeah. and that's something I never got big into. I've always wanted to go to a Kentucky Derby mm-hmm. and I would probably like lose everything that I ever own mm-hmm. if I did. Not if you take but, his advice. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this is why this is a majestic fit right here because now I'm going to be confident going to a Kentucky Derby, and you're coming with us. <laughs> okay. So, um, how how did you like start? Like, where did when did you start gambling? Like, what was it that kind of like got you involved in it? So, uh, my father was a was a big gambler and still is today. Uh, we used to take. Um, Every summer we would we'd go for a week down to Panama City Beach. Okay, we'd just take us a little redneck vacation down to PCB. Okay, yeah, I love that one. We didn't go to we didn't go to Destin. We went to Panama City Beach. We probably okay? could have a whole episode on this right here. Yeah, yeah. we went to PCB, and so my dad uh, took me to took me to a Greyhound track, a dog track. We went actually went to Ebro Greyhound Park, which obviously Florida uh, just recently banned Greyhound racing. Which I, you know, I think it's terrible. I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's a good move. But let them dogs uh, run. Yeah, let them. Do- well, they I still run. They still run it in West Memphis, Arkansas. They're still running in Birmingham. And so I, you know, we would go. I'm no kidding. We would go for a week to PCB, and I'm not. My dad and I, we would go for six nights of the seven. We'd go to Ebro Greyhound Park. I mean, I would, I would sit on the beach as a young kid, handicapping greyhound races. Okay. I mean, I just, I didn't want anything to do with getting. The, I'd get in the ocean for a minute. I'd get, you know, I do this and that, but then I just want to get right back to the. That sounds like this guy. I've seen pictures of him yeah. on a beach vacation setting fucking DFS lineups while all of his buddies <laughs> out there just doing yeah. This I'm, dude right here is the real. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, you I'm guys. out there just handicapping the, the puppies, you know. So uh, I I used to, I, I, I loved going to the dog. I mean, it was just a, it was a fun thing to do. And I knew how to, I knew what a trifecta was before I even knew how to spell trifecta, you know. Yeah. I mean, I would just get, I just would get just lost into it. And, as a kid, it really wasn't even about the gambling part of it. It was just about, you know, looking at the puzzle of a race and figuring out how that was going to play out. And all so about the process for you. It's all about the process. And so a lot of ways, you know, helping my dad try to find that process was was fun for me. You know, it's like, it, so if, if I was able to give him a winner, it made me feel good kind of deal, you know. You were, or, you were your dad's rain man. Yeah, like, yeah, if I, or even, even like, um, even if he didn't go with what I said and I, and I got it right, I'd be like, yeah, I told you so. You that's, know? The so that's, that's the best. That's the best. And so, yeah. you know, I, I'm very fortunate that, that my dad wasn't afraid to take me somewhere like that, you know, into a gambling environment. Uh, and so I, I was, I'm very thankful for that because it, it's really changed my life and impacted my life to the point to where now, as I got older and I, I, I've got into horse racing. And so I, you know, here's, here's the thing about that. I love gambling. Okay. I gamble on every sport that you can possibly think of. Okay. I mean, if there, if, if, if I feel like I have an edge on it, I'll bet it. 
you know, women's tennis. I'll bet it, you know. Up in the WMA, late night, just betting. I'll like, bet. If watch. I feel like I got an edge or I got an angle, I'll bet it. You know, bottom line, like if I got to get up at 3.30 in the morning, I'll bet it, you know, bottom line. So for me, <clears throat> horse racing is the best thing anybody that's gambling can bet on, in my opinion. Because first of all, Horse race, this thing about a fantasy, let's take it from a fantasy standpoint. If you do a, why, why does everybody love doing fantasy football? Because they love the drafting of, they love the drafting process. Right. They love to draft. And what do you do in the third or fourth round or fifth round when you draft somebody? You always say, I'm getting this guy at a good spot. I'm, I'm drafting him at, at the right time. I got him in the fourth round or the fifth the round. Value. That is so what horse racing is. And nobody even realizes it. They don't even realize that that's you look at a you look at the you look at the uh, the program and you see the lines and you see what the odds are and you say wait a minute I can get this horse right here at this number now whether he wins or loses I'm getting a good number <clears throat> excuse me I'm getting a good I'm getting I'm drafting him every every race is a, is is a fantasy draft it really is and so I know the the passion you guys probably feel when you're watching a NASCAR race you know, of trying to chase, you know, it's a race. Like, at the end of the day, it's still a race. That's, that's our horses, same. you know? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That's, that's the same thing with the horse race. It's like, it, but it's under two minutes. And so it's not that it's a quick way to make a buck kind of deal. It's not that. It's just you handicap the, the situation. You, you, you handicap pace. You handicap speed. You handicap jockeys. You handicap trainers. You handicap it. And that's a lot of what NASCAR is, right? I mean, uh, the, tr- the trainer is the crew chief. You know, or or the jockey is the is the driver. The the horse is the team in which he's representing. You know, what has he done? What's his past? So it's the same thing. And so, for me, I've I've always enjoyed watching animals race. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but it, it's just it's just something that I really enjoy and the process of trying to find it. And and I wish so many people would understand the value in which you have as a gambler. I you, nobody knows it. Yeah, I think. Too- I think people get so like hung up and you're, you're talking my language, like people get so hung up in trying to pick winners and not what are the odds relative to um, their chances of winning that race. If you mm-hmm. bet the number at the good, at a good, you're saying placing the bet at a good number is a win, no matter what happens. If that outcome happens enough, you're going to come out ahead in the long run. The reason why horse racing is not a popular sport to young people is because they cannot handle losing. Yep. They cannot ha- they do they are afraid to lose. The reason why the older generation loves horse racing or when you go to an OTB, an off-track betting site, and you see that most people in there are old. I go to a, a place called Kentucky Downs all the time. Okay. I'm the youngest per I'm 35 years old. I go in there, I'm the youngest person every time I step into that place. And I'm happily the youngest person. I'm, I, I happily accept that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um the reason why the older generation follows it is because they can handle losing. They're okay with that. I'm not saying they're, they're not degenerates by any means. Like they, they, they can, they can be mature about losing. In fact, that there's another race or there's another angle. Young, young people can't understand that you don't have to win every race to have a profitable day. You just have to have that nice one. If there's a 10 race program, we may only have to win two races today. I mean, that's just like DFS chase, what we preach. I mean, like he, really, realistically, even the best players in the world are only winning those tournaments a couple times a year if they're if they're lucky and they they're losing most weeks. And you know, I won three tournaments last year, Chase. I think you won a tournament last year. This year we haven't hit, but that doesn't mean we're not going to rattle off two in a row and then. Yeah, I mean, man, just, I throw a fit. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, like, yeah, right, no. right. That's it. I mean, that just comes to do with like patience too, man. Like, that's a lost art nowadays. It's like, it's people are just can, impatient as shit. People are young. Younger generations getting into gambling, right? Because gambling is. And if you look at what these, if you even look at what these um, these sports books are doing, like let's take DraftKings for example. I don't know if you guys uh, are familiar with the sports book aspect of it, but they have this cash out button. Yeah, I'm so anti cash out. I'm so anti because number one, you're not getting good odds on that. I the math's always you're, against you. 100%. You're not getting yeah. The math is all, and but and they're they're throwing that out there because they're saying, look, you're afraid to lose, dude. Let's admit it. Go ahead and just take a little bit of a loss. And most of the time, you'd be better off just hedging the bet. Just bet the go bet like if you have a future ticket that's yeah. 
20, it's smart 000. on DraftKings' part, though, because they realize yeah. how the generation. Yeah, it's is smart on them. But, 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 the, the, that's what. But that's the thing, though, Chase. Is they're afraid people are young, younger generation. Like, I, I, that's the best advice. Like, if I if I go to the horse track and I go and I place and I place a bunch of bets, I may lose every single race, but I'm not going to be afraid of that. I understand that there's a risk. The other the other thing I wanted to bring up, and I don't want to change the subject, but I'm very anti parlay. Thank you. No, I've been trying to teach him this for three years. Listen, listen, Chase. Listen, if you're a parlay guy, listen. I I can't stand. I don't do Fanduel, but I can't stand same game parlay. I I call that. I call that the booger eater bet. Okay, that's for booger eaters. The margins are so slim and so hard to win in betting. Listen, I'm not saying Chase. If you want to do a two game parlay, that's fine. Fine. If you want to do a three game, ah, that's pushing it. But when you get up to four and the, and you hit 75% of that bet, yet you lost, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that you'd even do, try to chase after that. So Yeah, it's not smart horse. by any means. It's definitely, it's definitely ballsy and stupid. Let's go, to, oh, let's, wow. <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to horse racing. Let me tell you why this is why I think it's a better bet or why it's better for you. I can take – you can take a $48, let's say a $50 um, bet. You're going to probably parlay it anyways. Right, you're gonna go and try to parlay four or five baseball games, football games, basketball games, and you're gonna be lucky if you get the number. <laughs> you're gonna be lucky. Big old payout. Yeah, you're trying for that big payout. I can I can go and do a horse racing bet for let's say a pick four. Okay, let's try to do a pick four. A pick four is a multi-race wager. It's very it's very similar to a parlay. So I need to pick the winner of of four consecutive races. Okay. But I can pick how many horses I want in that race. The more horses I pick in each of that race, the more my ticket's going to cost. So it's still, it's technically a $1 bet, but every time I add a horse, it's going to, it's going to multiply. Okay. I could get $48 worth in that pick four. And if I get a couple of long shots, if I could get a long shot in this race, or if I can just get one 20 to one long shot, I can still take the three favorites in the other races, as long as that 20 to one hit in one of those races, I'm going to get a big payout. That's going to be greater more than likely because horse racing is all about pool money. They put it, they, it's all about. So if, so if, right. for example, if I'm, if Churchill Downs is running and, and I see the late pick four has got a million dollars in the pool, million dollars people betting, that's a big pool. So if I can get a long shot, right? Just one long shot that people more than likely won't have that pool, majority of that pool can come to me if I can get all four. You see what I'm saying? So, right. in my opinion, taking that money and putting it in a parlay of a, of a game makes no sense when I can use that same money into a horse bet and, and, and probably achieve better success. See, that's what I'm going to do then. So now instead of pissing my money in the wind, because I've been having a lot of fun just you know, whipping it out and just pissing that money in the wind, <laughs> especially yesterday. Yesterday was one of the coldest days I've had in MLB uh, in my life. I think MLB is a grind. I love, I love betting baseball, man. I love betting baseball. I love, I like betting baseball too. It's a grind. It is the, it just, it makes me itch, man. Like I just, I don't know. Like I'll sit there and watch it out. Like I played baseball growing up. So it's like kind of like watching, you know, you have your three game series or whatever, and you're sitting there and you're watching it. You're right there. Cause like, I know they say like, you know, anything can happen in any sport, but it's so different in baseball because it really is like one inning. Somebody could rack off 15 runs, dude. Yeah. Like it, you just don't know. So like, I love, I love that type of sweat. And you know, well, obviously any, NASCAR any, is the biggest sweat. Any sport, is. any sport is great when you, when you bet on it. Yeah. For me, somebody who's gambled 10 plus years, I, I can tell you, for me, my favorite is horse racing, and right behind it, NASCAR is right there with it. There's something about a race to me, and I don't know if it goes back to when I was a kid or what, but everybody, everybody, when September shows up, everybody says, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go bet on football this year. I'm going to really pound it, and, and by the time they get to week four, their bankroll's cooked. You know yeah. what I mean? So, And then they don't bet for the rest of the year. <clears throat> Not if you're following chef bets. Yeah. Do you, do you know his record from last year? What was it? It was like a – I mean, Chase, you know better than me. It was like 160 and 90. Yeah, it was insane, yeah. dude. It was absurd. But I, I don't – I'm with you. I don't parlay. I'll do two-team teasers in the NFL. That's my specialty. I, I hit two-team teasers uh, at about a 70% clip last year. So, I, I was actually – and I know I know I'm kind of going away from – but I was 
I was lucky enough, uh, they, they did a, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the new casino out there called the Circa in, in Vegas. There's a Circa casino. Never Circa been Sports. to Vegas. That's a I've shame, heard about it. But he has. Circus, so anyways, they have a, they have a, uh, a million dollar contest, uh, a handicapping contest. And so what they do is they give you these set lines on on Thursday night or Thursday morning. You pick five, and you pick five of them. Yeah, I've heard about this. And so I was actually, I actually, me and another a friend of mine from New Jersey uh, decided to go in on the entry, which was a thousand dollar entry. We, it was five hundred a piece. And so he flew out to Vegas, signed us up. Uh, we were actually called. Uh, uh, our team name was called Take a Lap, which uh, was from uh, Joe Judge. We was the coach of the Giants when at the start of uh, training camp, he was he would he was making the players take a lap, you know, if they did something bad. So and everybody was making fun of him because they, they thought it was kind of high schoolish. So we just named it take a lap and just just to be funny. And so, anyways, we were able to finish uh 35th in the contest this year and collect a nice little check. What was the payout? Well, we we scored we each scored thirty five hundred dollars a piece. Nice. So we got we made so about seven, seven to grand. one on your money. Yeah. yeah, we made yeah we made seven grand, but we obviously split it up in, into two. Right. And so, um, to finish top thirty five in that contest that had thousands of people in it was was really good. Yeah, and so we're I, I I'm 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 very much a much better pro sports better than I am a college. Same here, same here. I, I just for some reason have always done well with pro sports. Uh, college sports, like I'm terrible at college basketball. Too many variables in college. There's too many teams, too many players. Yeah. There's so much going on. There's, you know, th- these dudes are kids. They got their girlfriends. They got their Instagram. And, you know, they got a lot going on. But pro sports is kind of down, you know, my alley. And so I do really good on pro sports. But I'm just telling you, man, like I, I try to tell younger people and to, to, to give horse racing a chance, give NASCAR a chance. Like even people who aren't even NASCAR fans, I tell them, Man, bet on one race. Just bet yeah. on one. That's bet all it one. takes, and they're hooked. We we've converted. <laughs> what, I don't know, like six or seven, like like gamblers to like yeah. actual yeah. actually becoming fans of NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in the in this year, I think so, NASCAR too is a great bang for your buck. It if is. I can take again, if I go fifty, if let's say I'm going to do a fifty game fifty dollar parlay, same principle as horse racing, I would rather take my fifty dollars and bet it on Ryan Blaney at twelve to one at so and so. And let him give me the ride of a lifetime. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I and I, because only out fifty bucks. I mean, I'm out fifty. Yeah, and so whatever. Like, uh, I just don't. There's no. There's no reason to chase after those silly parlays. And and we're the generation. I'm I'm so worried about because I'm again. I was pushing <clears throat> for years for gambling to be legal. I was like, oh man, they, it needs to be legalized. It's your it's time legal. right now. Well, no, I was pushing, but now I'm worried. Because I'm, I'm scared about the generation because they're being taught this, the wrong principles of that. You know what I mean? Like they're being taught about parlays and they're being taught about all bad betting techniques. Because it's entertaining. It's, <clears throat> it's entertaining. Like, but yeah, I, I remember one time I had this really wise guy tell me that if you, and this can go same for fantasy sports, if you treat it like a business, it will pay like a business. If you treat it like entertainment, it will pay like entertainment. And I, and I really thought about that for a minute. Like I, I won't go into... If I go to into Best Buy, sponsor shout out. We need a sponsor. Best Buy sponsor shout out. Uh, if, Buy. I, if, if I go into Best Buy, Worst I'm part. not just going to just pick out a TV because I want to buy a TV. I'm going to read the reviews. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out, is this TV worth the money that I'm about to pay for it? You know? So why would I go into a casino or a sports book and just throw away money if I haven't really done the work? Does that make any sense? It makes total sense. And the people, I mean, so many people just go on there and say, I'll take this because it's this. Like, I'll throw this stupid stuff. And it's like, you didn't even do any work. You didn't even well, I can win reviews. a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started betting, like you guys, Drew, it was it's scary times because like I was sitting here just like looking at all the plus odds, just yeah. like, man, I can put 10 bucks on this and turn this into over a grand. I was like, let's mm-hmm. go. You're and chasing like, after things that aren't real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not real. And so he's come a long guys, way. Yeah. He's but no, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, obviously, you're not going to find me like throwing like $100 down on a parlay or anything by that matter. But, you know, I I definitely have done a lot of uh, a lot of research. And, and obviously, Drew working, you know, with me has, you know, all I really did was fantasy football. And then mm-hmm. I I'm, I was living in Louisiana. And so I couldn't do DFS. 
And then I got heavier into that through NASCAR and then obviously football. And then when I got into betting, which was not that long ago, is when in a short amount of time I have taken on like a lot. I mean, I'm still learning a lot about it, but I get more and more interested. And the more that I'm learning like every day, it's just like you said, it's so true. Treating it like a business is how you can get to a point where you don't have to work because you can use that. You can bet. And and if you're good at what you do, then you're going to be able to get returns off of it. So you know, there's all kinds of different things that, that you can, you know, use to, to, to get better. And, and, but everything that you've hit on, on yeah. this episode, man, I, I, dude, the fundamentals I, of it, man. I, I, gambling has, it's so funny because it's, it's got such a negative feeling in this world, right? This negative connotation, like where it's like, oh, you're a degenerate. I joke about that too. Like I, I'll be the first to tell you, man, I'll, I'll make a yeah. bet that I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any yeah. sense at all. What am I doing? And so, uh, I, I get that. I understand that. But, you know, for me, gambling is, I, I find it, there's something a little bit romantic about it because if I believe so much in something that I'm willing to put my money, right. Somebody can say, <clears throat> somebody can tell you like, Oh, I told you that team was going to win. I told you, well, I say like, how much money did you have on? Then you really didn't believe. Then what are you talking yeah. about to me? Right? Why are you having <laughs> this conversation? Like me, Chase. You didn't yeah. like, Hey, Hey, did you win? The, I, I told you so and so was going to win that race. Well, then why didn't you put fifty bucks on it? Why didn't you put a hundred? I get a problem. In the I could talk right about now. this for a whole hour. Like, don't people. don't talk to me about like how much how much you thought somebody was going to do something and you didn't pay them. To me, like if you're willing to put your money down and believe in something, whether it wins or loses, like that's that to me. There's something special about that. Now, obviously, that comes with you got to understand have a you got to have a healthy relationship with it. But anything, you know, alcohol you know, whatever, like you can consume too much of that and hurt yeah. yourself. Right. But you can also consume it and have a good time and not be an idiot. You know what I mean? So uh, <clears throat> for me, it's like, if you kind of, if you just understand it in moderation, you know, you don't, you don't hurt yourself and, and just be as smart as you can. I don't, <laughs> I don't uh, recommend those big parlays, <laughs> but you know, it, it, again, like, I think if you do the work, all you can. So for, I'll give you an example. Like I, I watched Bristol Dirt practice last Friday. How awesome was that that they actually had practice again? Incredible. Like it made gambling on the race so, or even fan like so much better. So I'm sitting there watching practice, right? And I already had the opinion of like everybody else, like, oh, Chris Bell, Dirt guy, he's going to be really good. And Kyle Larson, I don't want to bet on him because I don't like the number, but like he's going to be ripping. And I'm thinking Austin Dillon. And then all of a sudden I'm watching practice. <clears throat> Changed everything. And, I, and I'm watching, I'm saying, man. Truex is flying. Like I, he, I, 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 my buddies at lockdown had, took me to this. Um, it was called timing 71.org. And it would give you these lap times during practice. And I'm sitting there staring at these lap times. Right. And I'm saying, man, Truex is hauling and no, and nobody knows it. Like he's going so fast right now. And I don't know how many people know it. And they had taken the odds down off of DraftKings, Right. Cause they're doing practice. And I'm, yeah. I am thirsting for the odds to come back up. I'm literally like salivating, like, please give me, because I originally saw Truex at 30 to one. And I was like, please give me Truex somewhere close to that. And so they put the odds back up and he's 25 to one. And I'm literally like, Jesus has come to me, you know, like yeah. this is the greatest moment in my life. I'm betting Truex at 25. That's to why one. we do what we do. So That's I put in the work, right. And I, 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 so I bet him and I'm like, this is, a, so then the race goes on and he's just ripping. He goes straight to the lead. And I'm, I'm literally like, just, I'm not counting my money, but I'm saying like, he's, they got nothing for this guy right now. And nobody saw Truex, nobody. And nobody, I mean, he had no dirt experience. No dirt. And then all of a sudden, like he starts dying. And like, I'm like, why is Daniel Suarez better than him? And I'm like, <laughs> all of a sudden Joey gets in front. And then right when Joey gets in front, they say, we're going single file, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, oh great, thanks. Had to improvise. Yeah. yeah. And but here's the I'm thing: so like, did that. I lose on the Truex bet? Yes, I lost. But you won too because you but got those a, odds. I got him at a fantastic number based on his performance. Well, see, that was like us, man. Like we, uh, me and Dale were mm-hmm. on Hamlin, mm-hmm. and I Good was watching him because he was consistent. He was staying up there like, get, every what race. Number? What was your number you got on, on him? Twenty one. I got him at twenty one hundred. Great number. Yeah. And then, but I feel like a jackass because in my premium picks, I saw Joey 
And I was like, Joey's looking pretty damn good. Like he's another one that's just good all the time. He's consistent. He's a damn good driver. And it's like, I, I picked Hamlet. It's like, why didn't I think to grab Joey too? Yeah. But I had him in my DFS lineup. So I know that, uh, that we, they had, they did like the driver ratings and stuff like that, or the, the DFS rankings or whatever. I know that garage guys was number one for the dirt race, which was epic out of all the industry. So that was huge. Yeah. But uh, I think the practice, the practice is everything because the tournaments that he was able to bag last year were all the double headers. When yeah. you had those double header races, we had data on yeah. that race and we could go into the next race knowing a little bit about what to expect. And that's how you just yeah. That's what's really rough about, like, I don't know how many people uh, this and this goes to the, to the horse racing a little bit, but like you can watch last year's race and that's on, that's honestly like, looking at a program, a horse racing program and looking at past performances, the PPs and saying, okay, what did he do? What did he do? But the true thing about horse racing and even NASCAR is like, I understand he did this a year ago. I understand he did this a few weeks ago. What is he going to do today? Yeah. I, it doesn't matter if he did it last year. And so that's the thing is like, that's what's made the non-practice gambling or, or fantasy. That's what's made it so hard. And I don't think people realize how hard it is. Oh, to God, go into yeah. it and understand that and, and have that data and, and without it. And to me, when they were able to practice at Bristol and then I was able to get a good bet, like tricks, did I lose? Yeah. But I'm not afraid to lose because I know at the end of the day, I got a great number. I got a good pick. The ball didn't bounce my way. And you're going to get back <clears> up tomorrow and you're going to get right back at it. We'll go at it next week. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. Like it's fine. It's not when things where it's like, Oh, I'm going to lose my mind because I don't need to go and run and try to chase somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll take my loss. We handicapped, we did good. I had, <clears throat> I picked, four, I actually picked four drivers for Bristol dirt. I took Chris Rebell Cause I thought he was a good number. I actually thought he was going to be better on dirt than, than Kyle Larson. I thought Larson Same. was coming in with way too much hype. I took Kyle Bush because truthfully, I think Kyle Bush is the Bristol goat. I think, you know, I, I don't care Daryl Waltrip. I don't he's care. Fucking do, man. I don't he's care. So he's just dude. that dude. And and sure enough, like he was, <clears throat> I got him, I believe at 20 to one. And uh, <clears throat> he actually just had some misfortune happen to him. I mean, yeah. he was in the lead mm -hmm. and all of a sudden his grills covered up with mud. Like uh, you can't handicap that. You know what I mean? And he, he was, was going to dominate get that the, whole first portion of the race. I think. Oh, I think he was going to, I think he, that race. I think he was going to smack him. I, I really did. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think Truex was going to, was going to get him too, but um, but I had Kyle Busch, so we had some misfortune. So I had C Bell, I had Kyle Busch. I picked Tyler Reddick because I thought, you know. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Not another good number. I got him in like somewhere like 25 to one high price. And then I yeah, got he was one of the, he was one of the ones that they were so like just wrong about. Like, but like, he, but he still like, he finished like seventh or, or eighth or something uh, like that. So yeah. he ran like a true 25 to one, like a true. So I didn't, I got a little bang for my buck there. Truex obviously didn't get the finish they probably deserved, but got banged for my buck there. I got kind of screwed on um, Bush. And maybe if you want to say C. Bell's a bad bet, that's fair. Like he, I mean, he wrecked whatever. So he got caught up. <clears throat> he got caught up. So I feel like I may, I usually don't go four deep. I usually try to keep it two to three guys. I'll go four deep at Daytona and Talladega just because. That's what you can get good that's, numbers. That's the scratcher, baby. That's the scratch. And, and so <laughs> you can get good numbers, but. Um, yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm actually going to go to Talladega in a couple weeks, and uh, um, I, we're I've still been, debating it. I, I'm still, I don't know I, where we're at. <laughs> I've been hand. Oh, I, I can't miss Talladega. I love. I can't Talladega. either. It's hard to man. It's, it's hard. hard. It's hard to miss Talladega. I love Talladega so much. Uh, but like, I've already even started thinking about like who I'm going to take there, and so um, this week I've been thinking about Martinsville, and so all you can do is your best, and I think the, the best advice I can give is just don't be afraid to lose. Like yeah. it's okay. You know, okay. you're, you're, you can always make more money in other places and just wait for your opportunity and, and try to capitalize on it. And don't, don't chase. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. For sure. Oh yeah. That's it. This has been an amazing episode. I hope everybody that is watching this or is listening to this has taken away a lot of stuff from cop here, because if you have been following our content and maybe you're just like, I don't want to say that I don't know anything about gambling. Now you do. Now you know yeah. something. So you use this as a, as a tool. We're just going to put this episode up on the site somewhere. Just be like, like, like uh, under gambling education, we're just going to stick it right there. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it'll be good stuff. But, uh, dude, it was a pleasure coming on, man. And you guys are in Nashville. You two need to link up one of these days, man. Sure. Y'all are both in Nashville, so y'all got to make it happen. We come from the same background, I can tell. Except mine was Absolutely. poker. Like, growing up as a kid, I played poker and won a lot of money. Um, so that's where Absolutely. my DFS and betting stuff translates from is Texas Hold'em. That's so. it. Where can, uh, where can everybody follow you at, man? You just come, you can find me on Twitter, Cop Pizzle, C O P I Z Z L E. Find me there. Uh, you know, I talk, I talk a lot of gambling on there. On there, just I, I usually, you know, just throw out little freebies every now and then. I try to always put my race, you know, who I think is going to win the race every uh, NASCAR race, just to try to help get in people involved in the sport. Do you have anything on the Masters, real quick, before we let you go? Yeah. I actually, I actually hit on Dustin Johnson last year. I was at, or actually November. I was actually got lucky, but I've bet him a handful of times. I, it's so hard because I, I really don't have, I haven't really finished on who I might take. So I, but no, I don't, I, I, I've been kind of going back and forth. I think, you know, maybe Jordan Spieth possibly could finally grabbed him right, finally rise again. You know, he, he kind of, it got to a point where it seemed like he was going to win 10 masters. It seems like, and he's kind of falling off a little bit, but, I feel like he's going to come this? back. Can you drop it in uh, Discord for the for the listeners? Yeah. Before Thursday, will you drop in a few golf picks? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If I if I pick if I make an official um, uh, win bet on on somebody, I will I will definitely definitely pop pop it in there. But uh, uh, golf is a is is another it's a monster. One. Like, it's a monster. It's hard to hit those. It it yeah. really is. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you can, you can, you, everybody that, that is in our discord knows they can hit us up anytime and we're always in there uh, and you're involved as well. So if you want to talk to Kapizzle, you want to talk to us, just yeah. get over to the discord garage guys, fantasy sports discord. If you want to link to it, hit us up right here in the comments on YouTube. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, just hit us up online. You can find me on Twitter at garage guy chase, find Drew at chef boy, at C H E F B O I R D E N. Um, but dude, yeah, it was an amazing, we'll, we're going to talk more about this. I'm going to go over to the discord. We'll, we'll <laughs> talk more about this stuff and, uh, and we'll have a good one, but, uh, it's been a great episode and, uh, let's get ready for Martinsville. Let's go get some bags, man. Let's do it. Baby. Yeah. I, I want to want to say thank you guys for support, man. Once again, on our race, I, I can't, I, it's, it's awesome to, to race the uh, garage guys truck. Uh, I try to, I try to run as good as I can. It's tough. And, uh, but yeah, just, it's been a pleasure to get, get to know you guys yeah. and, uh, it's awesome to see you guys, you know, doing doing your thing and, and building up a, a, a nice NASCAR platform. There's so many, there's so many football ones and all this and that. And it's good to see a NASCAR one. So hell yeah, uh, yeah. We uh, got we got to back the the sport that's on the rise, man. It's on, yeah. it's on the way we gotta back. Do, we got to do it for Dale, right? We do it for Dale, baby. <laughs> do I got, for Dale. Yeah, my son, right. my son was in the go kart the other day, and he said he sees the number three now, and he'll yeah. say, "Hey, Dad, three for Dale." Yeah, he'll tell me. So I love that, man. So we yeah. got him right back here. So you know how it goes. But yeah, guys, don't miss that as well. Thursday night, it's going to be on Garage Guys Twitch. That's twitch.com slash garage guys. And uh, you'll be able to watch Capizzle get on the track. Richmond. Richmond. Make it happen. It's Richmond, not Martinsville. All right, we're skipping hot dog season. We're going straight to Richmond. <laughs> All right. So that's that's been it. It's been a great garage talk, man. We'll catch you later.